Hi, I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought as we journey through the book of Acts and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Amanda Bell. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the first morning of Lockdown 2.0 and I absolutely love that we are on HTC Daily. Um, In Hebrews, we are reminded not to give up with meeting one another and to encourage one another daily as long as it is called today. So let's continue prayerfully this morning and let's encourage one another. And um, Jamie spoke yesterday that we, the church, just like Paul, are a family of redeemed rebels. And I want to continue the theme of redemption this morning by looking at the power of testimony, despite of the difficulties of rejection or circumstance. So let's read our passage. When I returned to Jerusalem and was praying at the temple, I fell into a trance and saw the Lord speaking to me. Quick, he said, leave Jerusalem immediately because the people here will not accept your testimony about me. Lord, I replied, These people know that I went from one synagogue to another to imprison and beat those who believe in you. And when the blood of your martyr Stephen was shed, I stood there giving my approval and guarding the clothes of those who were killing him. Then the Lord said to me, go, I will send you far away to the Gentiles. Paul here, the radically rescued Paul, is still giving his testimony of God's redeeming power in his life how he went from brutally murdering the first Christian martyr to returning to Jerusalem as an ambassador for Christ. Saul became Paul. He was redeemed from his sin to become an apostle, an evangelist, the first great apologist for the Christian message. And here he is um, back in his hometown, giving his testimony and being rejected for it. And um, you know what? The immediate thing that struck me from this passage is it's actually so like Jesus at the beginning of his ministry in Luke when he reads the scroll from Isaiah and says, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. I am fulfilling all of the Old Testament messianic prophecy. And those people listening knew Jesus. He's Joseph's son. He grew up, you know, two blocks away. I've seen him chop wood and build houses. And Jesus replies... I tell you the truth, no prophet is accepted in his hometown. Jesus got rejected. And um, back when I was a student, when I was suddenly a free and independent 18-year-old, at the end of Freshers' Week, I did two things. The first thing was go to church for the first time in my life. And the second thing was set up a drinking society. And I spent the whole, (coughs) excuse me, I spent the whole of um, my first term basically getting really, really drunk. And I also spent the whole of my first term learning all about Jesus. And at the end of that first term, um, somebody prayed for me to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And I can honestly say that I haven't been the same since. And I immediately just stopped drinking. I didn't want to do it anymore. And then I went back to my um, to my buddies and they were all a bit miffed. And one of my closest friends took me to one side to warn me against getting too sucked into church because, you know, the whole Christianity thing, it's great, I'm glad you're happy, but don't let it take over your life. Um, Anyway, 11 years later, here I am, working for a church, and this is episode 140 of HTC Daily, so let's go, guys. 
But um, a prophet is rejected in their hometown. And it can be so hard to go back to familiar places when people have known your old self and not your new self. And right now, I think it can be really hard to return to the same old flat, the same kitchen table, the same sofa, where we've all been working for months already, and say to our flatmates, our families, our work colleagues, about our hope in Jesus, when we have been flummoxed or flat or frustrated or fearful for months already, and they've seen it. But if there's an encouragement from this morning's passage, it is that there is no situation so far gone that God is unable to redeem it. Paul went from murdering martyrs to carrying Christ. Jesus is able to work in absolutely every situation that every one of us can find ourselves in. And our present situation is not permanent. Each one of us on this call will come out of it carrying a story of Christ, of his faithfulness, of his goodness and of his kindness to us, just as Joe reminded us this morning. And I want to um, read something which I hadn't planned, but at 7.30, Harry Downing, who I'm sure a lot of you know, um, sent me a picture that she'd had praying and I'm just going to read it. And she said this morning... I got a picture of someone picking up leaves in the fog and becoming tired and downtrodden because the more they were picking it up, the more it seemed like it all fell. And I felt this morning it was really poignant because it was like God was saying that even if we feel like we're not moving in the right direction and things seem to go backwards instead of forwards, we can trust that eventually the spring of our life will come and the leaves will stop. And then I woke up and I looked outside and it was just mist and fog. And I also have mist outside my bedroom window this morning and it's physically impossible to see the wood from the trees. But Jamie reminded us on Sunday from Corinthians that our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs anything right now. So fix your eyes on Jesus and not on the mist. Don't lose heart. Yes, there is rejection and there is difficult circumstances, but there is also testimony. There will be redemption of this situation and there will be fruit. And each one of us will come out with a story to tell, just like Paul. And your testimony is so powerful. The final verse from today, verse 21, reads, The Lord then told me, go. And um, today we can't physically go apart from a walk with one person. But we do have rooftops, we do have walks, we do have platforms and we do have a voice. We have a testimony. And to testify is to be a witness. At the beginning of another lockdown, at a time of elections and divisions, of huge financial uncertainty, there has never been more need than now for the people of God to rise up and testify to the hope that we have. Testifying that you still love Jesus and hope in him is powerful testifying that despite exhaustion and frustration and isolation that you still have hope is powerful testifying that the mist is real and yes you see it but despite all of that you haven't lost heart is powerful and you and I have a voice and we are called to speak so despite the mist let us not grow weary in doing good let us not lose heart for in time we will reap such a harvest if we do not give up Amen. Thank you, Amanda. We're praying this morning that we are not afraid to share the hope we have with those close to us. 
that those in our communities who are lonely and frightened are noticed and helped. That this lockdown opens people's eyes to the needs around them in new ways. That God changes our perspective and our priorities. And finally, that we are encouraged by all the good that is going on and the work that God is doing through his church in this season. Thank you for listening to HDC Daily.